Let's pray. Father, we come to you at this moment recognizing that uh, you have brought us into a new year. You've brought us into new life. And in the midst of all of that, we have come. We have set aside time to spend time with you, to spend time in your presence, hearing from your spirit as you communicate your word and your will and your ways to us. So God, I pray that you would anoint our ears to hear and our spirits to receive all that you want to speak, all that you want to download into our lives. Lord, I pray that you might anoint me afresh, use me for your glory, that people might hear your voice, that they might be able to follow what you are saying through this feeble preacher. Have your way and glorify yourself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, I, I'm, I'm kind of working through some things that I believe that God has for us to operate in, not just this month, but all year. Um, and really, it's wrapped around this, this idea of what would happen if God came to you and if he were to ask you and I, what do you have? What, what do we have that he's already given us, that he's already provided for us, that maybe we don't see it like he sees it? Because I declare, I believe that in 2022, God wants to work miracles with the mundane things we already have. And so the first part of this whole, what do you have kind of discussion or, or series is, uh, I want to talk about what's in your house, what's in your life, what's in your possession, um, that, that God wants us to think and to rethink, uh, follow me in second Kings chapter four. 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning at verse 1, uh, I'm reading, going to read it initially from the New King James translation, but I'm going to flip over to the New Living, so you got to follow along in your copy of God's Word. You should find it right here. Uh, very familiar story. The Bible says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha the prophet, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it, the jar of oil, into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Verse 6 says, Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. Now, this is an interesting story because right off the bat, this story presents us with a woman who was out of options. She was out of options. Her husband was dead, which meant that any type of income or any type of lifestyle that she had before that was now dead with him. She now had to start out without that covering and without that assistance and without that partnership. She was in debt because she said the creditor was already knocking on the door. Her sons, the, the, the ones that she had to not only live with and emotionally connect with, but even those who would be financial providers both in the present and in the future, they were being threatened with slavery to the creditor. 
She had no savings. Uh, she had no good options. And the interesting thing is this woman with, with no options left, no good options left at least, notice what happens in verse 2. Verse 2 becomes the focal point of this entire little story. She comes to the prophet, the man of God. She comes to Elisha, and she asks him for help. And he says, what can I do to help you? He said, tell me, what do you have in the house? She says, nothing at all except a little flask of olive oil, she replied. Now, check this out. Her assessment of what she had was she claimed that it was nothing at all. It, it, it wasn't a lot. That This little little jar of oil that she had, of olive oil that she had, that, that was about all that she had, all that she owned. And it, anything else she, she had already used to sell off stuff, to try to pay off the debt, to try to keep things going, robbing Peter to pay Paul. She had got to this point where all she had that she saw as a positive was a little bitty flask of olive oil. Notice she devalued what it was in light of the bigness, the largeness of the need. How many times have we overlooked things because we see the, the need instead of what we have? She devalued it not only because of how big the problem looked, but she devalued it because she perceived where she was from her state of lack. See, too many times when we don't have what we think we need, we won't see things the right way. We won't see them for what they are. Her perspective had colored what she thought she had. Now, the, the issue here was God had moved through the prophet Elijah to meet needs. Now, the question was, would God move the same way to meet needs through Elisha's ministry? And the answer is all wrapped up in the fact when Elisha finds out that she has a little bit of oil because it seemed insignificant, but everything could change once the man of God understood what it was that she had, which begs the question for us, what seemingly insignificant mundane thing do we have in our possession, in our life, in our skill set, in our relationships, in, in the things that we own, that we have discounted that God has provided us with, but we don't see them as having potential for a miracle. Uh, one, one of my favorite authors, this unknown guy named William Thompson, in his, biblical, his book of biblical principles for personal finances and prosperity, his very first principle is, God wants to take what you have to create what you need. See, we often overlook sources of potential prosperity because we don't see them in money form. But what you have in terms of the, the benefits on your job, in terms of your skill set, in terms of, of the way that you view things, the way that you value your time, they, they all have potential for God to use and to prosper you and to bless you. But if you don't see it the right way, then, then you will, we won't be able to, to allow God to, to take those little mundane things and to work miracles. Notice that everything happens as she responds to that question, what do you have in your house? If she went from having no options to an openness to try something new and different. Listen, our desire to be done with this, this idea of lack in our lives ought to push us to try something new or something different in our lives. God is really pushing us in 2022 to rethink what he can do with what we have. Now, I don't know, you and he have got to work out during this time of fasting, 
what it is that you have, but the question is, what's in your house? Elisha said, based upon the fact that you got that little bitty thing of oil, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and your neighbors. He says in verse three, go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you and pour that olive oil from that flask into whatever it is that you have borrowed, the empty jars, the empty pots, the empty vessels, and set each one aside when it is filled. And watch this. Notice that he says, I want you to borrow this stuff from your neighbors. Now, they're going to have questions. They're going to try to figure out what's going on. They're going to have advice. They're going to have a critique about what you're doing, why you do. Listen, with God, if you're going to be open to doing something different and something new to get pushed out of that place where there are little or no good options, then you and I have to decide that we are done with worrying about what people think about what we might try at, in terms of something different. People's questions, people's judgments, their quote unquote advice, their criticism. Don't waste your time and your energy on them. Matter of fact, the prophet said, go inside your house and shut the door because listen, not everybody can handle either your hustle or your miracle. I don't know who that's for, but notice this. He says, go in, shut the door, close everybody out. Don't worry about them. Just be open to the fact that there is something different that can happen. And then the Bible says she began operating in faith. Verse five, she goes in as she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her and she filled one after another. Soon every container, the Bible says, was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And it's at that point, the Bible says, that the olive oil stopped flowing. Watch this. She went in and she followed instructions. God is going to give you and I some instructions this year, and we have to follow them. The Bible says that she did exactly what the prophet told her to do. She borrowed the vessels, she went in the house, and she started the process. Now, check this out. Not only follow the instructions if you're going to operate in faith, but also don't limit yourself. Her faith was measured by how many jars she collected from the people around her. Listen, don't limit what God can do. Don't limit your blessing. Don't limit your, your, your potential. Don't limit anything because of how you see or view things. Trust what God says and operate in faith. And then the Bible says that she kept pouring. Listen, I don't know who this is for, but this year with the instructions that God is going to give you about the miracles he's going to do, if you and I operate in faith, keep pouring, stick with it. The, the Hebrew construction is that it stresses the ongoing action of faith, that as she was faithful to pour, God brought something out that would fill another vessel, another jar. As she kept pouring, as they kept bringing her stuff, as she kept believing something was going to come out of that little flask of oil, it kept working. It will work as long as you stick with it, as long as you and I operate in faith. God wants us to respond in faith to new possibilities and new opportunities. Because look what verse seven says. A after she fills all of these jars up, when she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts and you and your sons can live on what is left over. Do you see the new possibilities and the new prosperity that sits right around the corner of us operating in faith when we're open to the new things God can do with little things. Watch this. God changed her vocation. She went from being a poor widow to an olive oil merchant. 
what new things, what new titles, what new vocations, what new avenues await you in 2022. God even changed her tax bracket. <laughs> One commentator says that she went from poverty to solvency, that she not only got out of debt, but she had enough to live on for the rest of her life. There was enough money left over for her to live on after she already paid off all of the creditors, after she all paid all the bills. God's giving was abundant because she operated in faith to believe that God could do miracles with her little bit. God even changed her mental health situation. She went from a grieving widow to operating in gladness, operating in this place where she had seen what God had done for this poor little woman who had no options. I don't know where you're starting from. I don't know what options you might be limited by or feel limited by, but God sent me by to tell you at the very beginning of this year, if you and I will be open to what God can do, Get over how little it looks to you. God can do big things with the little mundane stuff that he's already given you. And when you and I operate in faith, God will open up new possibilities, new potential and new prosperity. So I ask again, what's in your house? What, what have we discounted that God wants to use to open us up to new possibilities? and new prosperity. Are you and I open to new things, new ideas, new options, new possibilities, different choices, different endeavors? Are we ready to pursue those new opportunities by faith? As he reveals them, will we stick with it? Will we not limit ourselves by what we see? I ask again, what's in your house? Because I declare by the power of God, God is gonna do miracles with things that you discount as mundane in 2022. The world around you may not change, but that's not gonna change the power of God to take what little bit you and I make available to Him, operating in faith, and God can do miraculous, big, amazing, prosperous things for the people of God who trust Him. Can I pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare an end to lack. I decree and declare an end to having no options in our lives. I declare by the power of the risen Savior that you have already promised to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. So God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would take away the blinders from our eyes. Our eyes take away the limitations we put on your capability. Take away from us the ability to to discount and to devalue what you have already given us in terms of skills, in terms of relationships, in terms of opportunities that we have all around us. You've already provided them. Help us to quit looking at them as just a little bit or as nothing. And God, I pray that when your instructions come, you would give us the unction, that you would give us the courage to operate in faith until you take our little bit and take us from poverty to solvency. As you take us from lack to having more than enough, as you take us from having just enough to get by to overflowing in abundance because you're that kind of God. Lord, we believe it because you said it. Just because you did it back there in this story, we believe you can still do it again. So I decree and declare over somebody's life who may be watching. I pray that you would do the miraculous out of the mundane as we answer the question, what do we have in our house? 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, that's why you got to push through in 2022. Because he's going to do big things with the little stuff we already have.